Hello and welcome back to another IDC Tech Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Miles Dawson, and today I'm very happy to welcome Stephanie Nowyox to the podcast. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Miles. Um, Stephanie, I wonder if you could give our listeners a quick overview of your coverage at IDC. Yeah, sure, Miles. So, my name is Stephanie Nowyox, and I'm part of IDC's Global Manufacturing Insights team, and I'm based in Munich, Germany, actually. And, um, uh, yeah, within our Manufacturing Insights practice, um, we have actually just launched a new exciting global research program, which I'm leading, and this is about manufacturing business ecosystem strategies. And as part of my research here, um, question answered uh, will be, for example, how do manufacturers today collaborate in business ecosystems and how they will do that in the future and why, and actually what will be the impact of technologies like cognitive, robotics, and IoT on manufacturing ecosystem strategies. And also things I will look at is uh, finally what will be the impact of ecosystem strategies on the existing supply side and sell side manufacturing specific processes. And uh, yeah, and in addition to that, I lead or contribute to all sorts of consulting and event engagements related to the manufacturing industry and particularly covering the European region. That's great. Thank you very much. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned, today we're here to talk about the manufacturing industry, particularly around collaboration and automation around the ecosystem. So let's kick everything off by asking the big question. These ecosystems, why do they matter so much for manufacturers today? Yeah, so definitely ecosystems will matter for manufacturers as no manufacturer will be successful on its own in the future, right? And, and why is this the case? And actually this is because uh, producing high quality products or having the most efficient production processes will no longer guarantee a competitive advantage, right? So global competition will bring up other manufacturers that, that can offer high quality products at reasonable prices as well, yeah? So it will be those manufacturers being the most successful that can sell to their customers exactly what they need or what increases the value of their overall product. And it will be all about increasing customer experiences. And actually, increasing customer experience can be achieved by doing a variety of things. So, for example, offering add-on products and services to a product or by delivering data-driven value-added services for products that are increasingly smart and connected. And these add-on products can serve and services can also come from other companies. So we believe that doing that, products will increasingly become platforms where manufacturers collaborate with other contributing partners in order to deliver a high customer experience around a product so therefore collaborating in ecosystems will become a key capability for manufacturers and also a key competitive advantage so that's why ecosystems will matter a lot for manufacturers today and actually I can give you an example so think about the connected car ecosystem this is currently the most advanced business ecosystems right and here car OEMs for example work together with telecom providers infotainment solution providers navigation system providers or insurance companies or credit card providers to offer the drivers of a car a better customer experience, enhancing the car with a bunch of um, value-added services. So again, that's why we think ecosystems and collaboration will matter a lot for manufacturers in the future. So that's interesting. So what about these um, the underlying business processes, these ecosystems? What do we have to consider here? Yes. Uh, exactly. So the more there will be collaborations in ecosystems, the more this will require that the underlying processes are transformed accordingly. 
So, for example, think about two partners which are offering a joint product. So think about a car OEM again, working together with an insurance company to offer usage-based insurances. Once a car owner orders a usage-based insurance for his car, not only the front office processes, but also the B2B back office processes between the OEM and the insurance company need to be established, right? And processes like usage monitoring, data sharing, and data management, billing, and claims management need to be put in place as well. And if you consider now that ecosystems will not consist of static one-on-one -on -one relations, but which instead will evolve rapidly in terms of numbers of partners involved and changing partner relations. So it will not be enough to set up processes that are mainly focused on static B2B relations. In future ecosystems, B2B processes will have to become highly flexible, scalable, automated, and smart to adapt to changing market needs and changing ecosystem partnerships and relations, in fact, in real time. And here, technologies like cloud, IoT, robotics, and cognitive solutions will play a major role. Now, that's interesting. So you mentioned um, cloud cognitive and robotics there. So um, how exactly are these technologies going to transform um, the market, particularly not just in the B2B, but also the, uh, the B2B2C processes? Yeah, so as I said before, in future ecosystems, B2B processes or all ecosystem processes basically will have to become flexible, scalable, automated and smart, right, in order to uh, quickly adapt to changing market needs and also to react to changing partnerships and ecosystems in real time. So, for example, in order to establish scalable and highly flexible processes, ideally processes exist and are defined for connecting with the entire supplier network and other ecosystem stakeholders to collaborate in real time. And the same actually applies for all B2B commerce sales side processes, where it will be important to connect with all channels in the entire ecosystems and ideally also these are highly flexible to execute business opportunities in real time. So what you need first are on one hand defined B2B process, processes, but on the other hand you will also need cloud-based platforms where all partners in an ecosystem can be integrated easily and in real time so that B2B processes can be fully integrated for seamless handoff. And actually what, what is also important uh, besides cloud and cognitive this is automation. And, and why is automation so important in ecosystems? This is because a major success factor for business ecosystems will be on how fast they can adapt to changing market needs. So processes will need to be able to adapt to changing market needs as quickly as possible. I cannot repeat this often enough, right? Um, <laughs> so whether this is for connecting with new suppliers or to set up new supply chains or to sell new products with new contributing partners via new channels, automation and in particular robotics process automation will play a major role here because the more these processes are automated and the more automation enables a seamless hand between B2B processes, the less human intervention in these processes are needed and the faster they can be adapted to changing market needs. So, and um, one more thing, and as mentioned before, right, in, in future ecosystems, B2B processes will have to become not only automated, but also smart. And this means that applying analytics and cognitive solutions will play a major role as well. So, Analytics on one hand will help to understand what is needed in the market and which suppliers are needed to deliver a certain product or service. 
and on the other hand, cognitive solutions will help to give recommendations on next best actions based on these insights. For example, actions like targeted real-time marketing campaigns that help to increase sales through a variety of channels. And combining analytics and cognitive solutions with automation technologies, so for example, robotics process automation, will enable automated and smart processes in business ecosystems. Mm. And um, actually, we already see automated and smart B2B processes in the manufacturing industry. And I have an interesting example for you, which is Glöckner, um, which is one of the leading distributors of steel and metal products. And uh, Glöckner is currently piloting a platform which connects its steel customers with the suppliers of steel. And this platform enables that the production machines of Glöckner's customers order steel directly via Glöckner's open industry platform and where the order and delivery process of steel is fully automated based upon automated demand recognition. So besides these automatic replenishment type of processes in the future, we will see much more and more of these automated and smart B2B processes. And again, technologies like analytics, robotics, process automation, IoT, and also industry collaborative clouds, which is what we see at, at Glöckner, for example, will play a major role. Absolutely. It reminds me of a few um, podcasts ago. We were talking to one of my uh, one of my colleagues in the Nordics about uh, windmills and how you're producing windmills in, in a way where you can track usage and um, and uh, the maintenance of the windmills over time. So much so that you, rather than selling windmills to somebody, you sell windmill uptime or windmills as a service. That's, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Also reminds me a little bit when it comes to the cognitive side of things um, with um, the Alexa that I have at home, my Amazon Alexa. Because think about their, you know, that's a manufactured piece of uh, a piece of um, item there. But fundamentally, the most important thing it provides is the ecosystem of uh, linking to other applications and other services through it and even so it, it's it's almost like this has been happening in the consumer technology industry for a while now but it's now bleeding through into the the wider manufacturing industry do you think that's about right yeah absolutely and in the end again Miles, it's all about increasing customer experience so whatever manufacturers offer and whatever actually the whole industry is offering it will be all about increasing customer experience and and this will never be done and achievable if you are working on your own right you will always have to increase an ecosystem and once you do that you will have to align also your processes using all these fantastic new technologies so perfect yeah so what does the vendor landscape for automating these processes look like for the future yeah so the thing is there will be not uh, a one-stop shop vendor for automating, for example, business processes in, in ecosystems. So clearly there, there are vendors that particularly offer solutions for robotics or robotics process automation. And of course, there are vendors of ERP solutions that offer capabilities to automate commercial B2B processes like sales side or buy, buy side processes. And there will also be um, vendors that provide analytics and cognitive solutions. And it will be important to have analytics applications that help manufacturers to understand what is needed in the market and what suppliers are needed. 
And uh, but there will also be um, needed cognitive solutions that will help to give recommendations on next next best, best um, actions, right? Um, so there is a number. There are a number of applications and solutions needed in the market. And and just I forgot to mention about um, IoT and integrating cross-company stakeholders in manufacturing operations. So when you think about the Glockner example, this, for example, immediately also calls for vendors that have an in-depth security know-how in order to secure manufacturing operations. So considering these various requirements and needs, there will be no IT player that is able to address all. So manufacturers should definitely um, aim to evaluate their IT vendors or IT services providers based on their capability and commitment to partner with all these specialized experts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, no, that, and that definitely sounds like the future, doesn't it? It's going to your success is going to be based on the uh, the collaborative success of so many other organisations and individuals in your ecosystem. So, what is your ultimate advice uh, for manufacturing companies? What can we leave our listeners with? Yeah, so my experience is that this is really um, about evangelizing and, and, and uh, realizing in the market that um, it will be very important for manufacturers to to get a, a different mindset, right? To get the mindset around collab that collaboration and ecosystems will will be key to gain competitive advantage. So, so that's that's one of the most important things because definitely no manufacturer will be successful on its own in the future. That's my first advice. And then second, um, in order to collaborate in ecosystems, um, it's absolutely key to already think about the underlying B2B processes, right? Because these will have to become um, aligned to, to what's happening on top, right? On a, on a product platform level. And, and these processes as, as ecosystems will change and the, the configuration of contributing partners will change, these processes will also become will have to become highly flexible and scalable and also smart, right? So that's also a very important prerequisite of, of, of collaboration in ecosystems. And then, um, last but not least, really, um, manufacturers need to make sure that they start to consider an ecosystem as, as, as being extremely relevant for, for the business. This is, um, again, maybe my, my first recommendation, but in order to do so, um, it's also very important to start uh, to evaluate how important technologies like cloud, IoT, cognitive and robotics are and how these can support uh, manufacturers in, in their journey um, to uh, enable a transformation of their B2B processes. Okay, well, that's about all we have time for. So thank you all very much for listening, as always. Please make sure you subscribe to uh, the IDC Tech Talk podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And you can join us next time when we discuss another topic affecting the IT industry. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at IDC underscore Amir. And you can follow Stephanie as well. Stephanie, are you on Twitter? Yes, sure. It's at S underscore Now Yorks. Fantastic. And of course, uh, we're also on Facebook, we're on YouTube and on LinkedIn. Just search for us there under IDC. Thank you very much and see you next time. Thank you. Bye.